Hello and welcome. You're listening to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly war game and board game podcast. My name's Shane. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Fox. What's up? This week, we are talking board games. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are talking uh, board games that we've played recently, too. Yes. Very recently, in fact. I was playing one just this afternoon. It's truth. Yeah. <laughs> is, that the, is that the only time you've played it? No, no, no. I played it heaps of times. Okay. But okay, I was actually good. I was actually preparing for the episode and Caitlin's like, I'm bored. Do you want to play a game? And I'm like, well, actually, <laughs> let's play this one. <laughs> we must play this very one specific game. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's considered research. Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. I, but before I, we jump into that, just a couple of things I want to mention. Okay. Um, we have been doing a lot on the back end. We've changed our hosting from one to uh, Podbean. So yeah. hopefully everything works as it should regarding to Spotify and iTunes and that sort of stuff. Um, if it doesn't, jump in Discord and let us know. Definitely. Also, follow us on Podbean. That way you'll get the episodes as soon as they drop. And yeah, it's a, sort of a new thing for us. Helps with um, analytics and that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, it was. I think it's going to be a, an awesome move for us moving forward, mostly because it, it does have that app feature and the ability to follow. Yeah. Whereas the other one that we're on, it was like they had to know we existed, they had to go to our link, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think the new one we're on will be good because then you can just give us a follow and you'll get a notification from the app whenever we launch a new app which is twice a week at the moment yeah that's right and, I mean, and like i said spotify and all that will still work the same but the podbean is a grouse little app and it's also helps you find like other podcasts and stuff that you can you can listen to yeah and the word bean is adorable as is the word pod so <laughs> so together it's just double adorable exactly bonus points <laughs> yeah um so we've also got another giveaway so everyone knows we've, we're giving away the Indominus box set at the end of the month, but we have a board game related giveaway for this episode. So yeah. we're giving away Pandemic, which <laughs> we thought was quite fitting. Yeah, um, it's super, yeah. super relevant in this uh, trying time. God, if don't you had say trying had... time, dude. Jesus. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, this different time, the new normal. <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm triggered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, at, this is one of the rare months where we've actually got two of our big giveaways happening at the same time. The massive Warhammer 40k Indominus box that Shane just mentioned. So, that ends last week of August. And this one we'll give away on the first live episode of whatever month comes after August. Yeah. Whatever that is. It's a mystery <laughs> to us. We're not there yet. Who knows? No. 2020 could be anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They could yeah. change the months on us. That's it. Yeah, whatever. At this point, you're just like, eh, whatever. It's another... <laughs> that is so 2020. Yeah. All right. So, um, what um, what's the board game that you've been playing recently? Well, this was the last board game I was allowed to play in a group before restrictions all happened. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and that was Gaia Project. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk about Gaia Project because I've actually owned the game for so long before I was allowed to play it. Uh, and that's just because we've got a big board gaming group that I play with of about six to eight people. Some, yeah. Like if we invited absolutely everyone, I think there'd be like 12. Jesus. So, 
Yeah, which is awesome, but it actually, like, a lot of the good games are one to four, one to five players. Yeah. So, yes, I could play it solo, but I didn't want to. I had no desire to play this game solo whatsoever. So, Gaia Project, I'm going to give you a complete rundown of the bish. Nice, nice. I've played it with you once, but it was only brief. Yeah, actually, I, I forgot about that. That was the first time I played it. I think that was the week I got it. I invited you and a few of the lads over to play it. Yeah, because we were playing um, Stellaris online, and, and then you're like, there's a board game that's kind of like this. Exactly. Or was it the other way around? Do we play no, that first? No, that's how it... Yeah, well, we played Stellaris first. Yeah. And I loved Stellaris. So, for those of you who don't know, that's a PC game, and it's all about your... What What are you? You're like a federation of some kind, and you try and like... It's it's in space. It's in the yeah. future. You play as different races, do you? Yeah, there's different races. You take, you take over like star systems and, you know, you start off as just your race, like just leaving your home planet and then you start like colonizing other planets. Yeah. And yeah. the cool thing about it is you got to like build trade relations with other planets and diplomacy and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I, I love that game. And I was actually like, I wonder if there's a board game that's similar to... I was so into Stellaris that I was like, I've got to find a board game like this. Yeah. And at the time, there was a, a game that had just been released, this one, Gaia Project, in 2017. And it, all it said underneath when I was like going through Google results is it said, expand, research, upgrade, and settle the galaxy with one of 14 factions. Wow. I was like, that's Stellaris. Yeah. So, I watched a quick um, prototype video of it or something and I just flagged it and I said, I'm going to buy this game. And never thought... <laughs> we stopped playing Stellaris and I never thought of it again. <laughs> yeah. And then fast forward to a year after that, I saw this Gaia Project game climbing the ladders of Board, uh, board Game Geek. Yep. And I was like, okay, I got to get it. So, purchased Gaia Project. You and me, me, you and the lads all had a crack, but it was actually super complicated. Oh, yeah. There was a lot involved. So much. So, I think we kind of like packed up after turn two or something. And yeah. I can't Plus, remember we, we were like that. running out of time, I think, as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was very time consuming to first learn and then set up. And yeah, we had to pop everything out of the token things. And that probably took an hour because there's a <laughs> lot of pieces. Yeah. So, yeah. And since then, I it sat on the shelf until this year of 2020. So, I was super excited to play it. Um, it is, the best way I can describe it is very similar to Stellaris. So you play as one of 14 factions, which is awesome. You got great variety. And each of those factions have like one of seven different planets, which is like your, um, your home planet. Yeah. So like, cause you've got like earth-like planets, you've got like rocky barren planets and all different races are more suited to different kinds of planets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, for those of you who have played Terra Mystica, which is another board game, this is just a re-implementation of Terra Mystica. It's basically they took this game that's called Terra Mystica and they put it in space and added some rules based on their feedback of their first one. Okay. So, Terra Mystica was released in 2012, was hugely successful, and they, I guess they played a couple of games of Stellaris and were like, well, let's make that but Terra Mystica. So... <laughs> Yeah. 
the gameplay takes takes place in space, uh, and the map is sort of like made up of different sector tiles, which are double sided, and you can arrange them in any fashion you wish. So immediately with fourteen different factions and and an ever changing map, it's very replayable. Oh yeah. Um, and the goal of the game is, it's one of those Euro games where the victory points are sort of like around the outside of the board and you just yep. got to try and stack up your VP. Actually, it's not outside of the board at all. I lied. You just stack up victory points and that and the person with the most at the end wins. So okay. There are so many different moving parts to this game though so that you're just overwhelmed with different things that you can do on your turn and it's, it's phenomenal. So there's like uh, on your faction board, You've got a heap of special abilities. It's like a resource management game as well. So you've got gold, ore, knowledge, and a few other little niche things. And you go around, you've got to like uh, terraform these planets so that your race can actually live on it. Yeah. Because naturally you might be a a race that lives on a, a nice earthy type planet, water, grass, all that kind of stuff. So you've actually got to transform a planet maybe a, a mars type planet into your kind of planet so that you can actually live on it and you got to pay for that and then you put a mine down and there's like different tech trees there's just so many moving parts it's is it phenomenal like, i can't remember much of it if anything but is yeah. it like too overwhelming do you think because I, well, I, I slightly do remember that but i i just don't remember it in detail yes it is insanely overwhelming. If you pick it up out of the box and try and learn it that way, you uh, you would struggle. You really yeah. would struggle. Um, you would have to... It's one of those games you probably have to watch a couple hours of YouTube videos before you can confidently jump in there and sort of learn with a group. Okay. And I, a moment ago, I double lied. There is actually a game board and you move your piece around it when you get victory points, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's, and the the most complicated part is learning all the different moving pieces because you've got on your player board, you've got mines, trading posts, uh, science labs, a massive, I forget what it's called, like your main base thing. And you've got to like build a mine. And then once you've got a mine down, you can upgrade that mine into a trading station. Okay. And then once you've got a trading station down, you can either upgrade that into your main base or go across and, and upgrade it into a science lab. But every time you upgrade something, you take a piece and put it back on your board. So it's like you, you almost lose a mine, which is fine, except every time you put a piece out on the board, you get more income. So there's a lot of tension in a lot of different moving parts because, for example... If you place a mine down, you get an extra ore per turn. Yeah. But if you then upgrade it into a trading station, you lose that ore per turn because you put the mine back on your board. There's so much. Okay, okay. But then could you use that trading station to like bring in ore? Like can you trade no. other players or no? The trading station is a very interesting mechanic of its own. When you put that down, instead of getting ore from the mine, you get gold from the trading station. Ah, uh, okay. It's like you're selling whatever you're mining out of it. Correct, correct. Yeah. And if you put that trading station down within uh, two spaces of another player, 
it's half price and they get to charge some of their energy, which you didn't even know existed, but there's energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on your player board, you've got, yeah, the construction side of things and the income, but you've also got energy, which you have to charge yeah. up to do certain things. Uh, and okay. then you've got a whole different, you've got then three more boards th- like uh, for the general players to interact with. And there's a board that has research tracks and each, and there's six different research tracks and you can either specialize in one, whether it be exploration, which increases the distance at which you can explore. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's, yeah, five more tracks just like that. Okay. And then there's a separate board that has like the end of round bonuses so each round, for example, it might say for every, for this round, for turn one, you might get two victory points for each mine you put down. And then turn two, it might be, hey, you get two victory points for every research tile you pick up, for example. Yeah. But each of those end game, end of round bonuses are random as well from a stack of like, I don't know, 15 of them. So, yeah, there's just... And that's what's so overwhelming about it. Like, having played this multiple times, you can explain it. But if you just picked up this behemoth of a box with <laughs> tiles and tokens and 14 races and... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, but that sounds like you could just be buried in it, man. Yeah, man, I was. I was. But um, I think it's like a double-edged sword anytime you have something that is so complicated because the replayability is usually off the charts yeah yeah because like i could play this game literally 14 times in a row and have a different race every time which changes the game because they've got like uh faction specific abilities so yeah and my gaming group uh loved it it was tricky because two of them had played terra mystica before and because the game's so similar they absolutely just put us in the dumpster and rolled us down a hill. <laughs> yeah, so they knew their way around it. Oh, heck yeah. It's like they'd played before because the yeah. games were so similar. And so me and my mate are just out here trying to figure like, oh, should I build on this planet or build on this planet? <laughs> they just steamroll on the joint. Yeah, and they're like, okay, so I'll put a mine down there and a trading station there and then I'll upgrade that to activate this ability and grab this tile and I'll do this research, which gives me a knowledge and I'll use that knowledge to get another research tile, which gives me the bonus to get the end of round And I'm like... <laughs> All right, I think I'll put a mine here. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. wait, over here. <laughs> that'll do it. So, that'll do it. That looks good. That, that looks nice. Yeah. So, man, but yeah, it, it's an amazing game. It's actually right now, as of, as of recording this episode, it is ranked one bazillionth, no, seventh <laughs> overall. Oh, wow. Of every game that is polled on Board Game Geek, this is number seven. Yeah, over 100,000 games on there. Yeah, and they reckon this one's number one. They're out of their mind. No, number seven. <laughs> um, That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, it's a pretty modern game too, being 2017. It's it's quite recent, yeah. which is nice. There's no expansions or anything for it. It's just one of those games you can go pick up the box and start playing. So, it's nice. Yeah, definitely. Um, if I were to rate it out of 10... I should the way I said that made it sound like I'd thought of this in advance but I have not <laughs> um, uh, 
it's very complicated. So yeah. you can only you can only sort of play it with like a a niche gaming group, like your more strategic orientated friends. Yeah, it's not one that you crack out after the family dinner on a Sunday night. Nah, nah, it's nah. not Ticket to Ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say I'd give it probably a 7.9 out of 10. Okay, okay. Yeah, I. then again, I feel like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with that, 7.9 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my, it's score. thematics are great. Yeah, it's a solid score. They should be happy yeah. with that. That's right. Um, the usually on Board Game Geek they give it uh, what's called a weight, which is its complexity rating. Yeah, how how heavy is it? Oh, it's. I mean, the actual game itself is quite heavy. I don't know how many <laughs> kgs. That's it's pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, but it is out of five a four point three three. Oh wow! So that's up there. Oh, uh, it's way up there. There's very few games in the top 100 that sort of cracked that four and this one is almost deep into the fours so i think you know well-designed games have a lot of moving parts but all interact with each other on a way that makes sense and this is one of those games yeah so like all the different tracks whilst difficult to learn and remember once you've played through the game, I would say three times, you are at the stage where you're like looking at deeper strategies for it, not just trying to learn how to play, you know? So, it's good. It's good. Oh, I like it. I lost you for a good second there, man. Oh, that's fine. That is fine. I was just saying how much I like it. Yeah. <laughs> not, not valuable <laughs> whatsoever. As you guys know, we're... Um, recording via discord and unfortunately we've got technical troubles so we're doing what we can yeah. to get by with with covid yeah yep here we are in our we haven't seen each other in oh it feels like years it does feels feel like, like years <laughs> considering we used to see each other like twice a week <laughs> at least <laughs> on a slow week yeah oh, yeah and that's the toughest part about uh these board game apps like I was like, man, I used to play some. I used to play board games every Friday. Yeah. Now I'm talking about a game I played th- two weeks ago, and that yeah. feels like forever. It, d- it does, man. Like when you think of it like that, it's not a long time, but like feels like a long time. Yeah. Feels like yeah. a big old long time. Feels um, like an eternity. I'm gonna grab another beer. Do it, man. Oh, have you already done it? <laughs> I've done it. Oh. Fridges in arms reach. Oh, damn, dude. I just that tried to quick. do it quietly. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to because you announced it. <laughs> I am going to get a beer. Fox, I'm going to go get a beer. <laughs> I have returned with my beer. <laughs> I have a beer. And then he cracked it and it was like... <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, uh, this is where I would normally say, all right, Shane, what about your game? <laughs> but I think your game is going to be slightly different. Yeah. Well, look, I've got, as per our normal board game episodes, I've got a little something up my sleeve. Yeah. We all know what that is. What? It's Australia's favourite game. Oh, God. It's the board oh, game no. name game. Oh, no. You still haven't renamed it. 
<laughs> oh lordy. That's still going. <laughs> trying Just to fade like it out, dude, right? <laughs> oh, you've done well, my friend. <laughs> you okay. you accidentally you leaked this to me earlier that, that you had and I like every every time I forget it exists and every time I get more excited than a normal human when you tell me it's coming. <laughs> so hit me with it, man. I did terribly last time. I'm here to redeem myself. Well, you did really good the first time, terribly the last time, and well, yeah, let's see how you go this time. So, as uh, as regular listeners of the show know, this is a game where I pick two items, this one being either a board game or a novel, with a oh, brief God. description, and Fox has to guess which one is the board game. Okay. So, all right, are you ready for the first one? I don't think I'm ever ready. <laughs> Well, get ready with it. Yeah, it's okay. coming. <laughs> All right. All right. This one is called Artifactum. Okay. Is it okay. a series of three books based ar- and around an archaeologist's son delving into the depths of ancient evils, forgotten tombs, and otherworldly artifacts? Or a strategic card game in a mystical universe in which players are pitted against each other until only one remains. Oh, I'm torn. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm torn between the two options you've given me. <laughs> um, look, first of all, it's 50-50. It's always 50-50, dude. Second of all, I like the first description you gave me about the something about the sun. I wasn't really listening. <laughs> it sounded, It sounded way too well thought. Like, you didn't think of that. You've read that. Okay. So the question is whether or not you read that from an actual novel and then you renamed it like it's not. Anyways, <laughs> the, whereas the other one, it sounded like the kind of thing you could think up. And last time I thought you were doing that to trick me, but this time I'm certain it's a novel. Wait, am I supposed to guess? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a novel. Yeah, yeah, you guess now, yeah. So you're going to yep. lock in novel? Well, I was, but then you sounded too happy. <laughs> and I know you like to see me fail. <laughs> it's a card game. <laughs> ah! Damn it. So, where'd you get the novels? Where'd you get the thing of the sun? I just made it up. No. Yeah, that's it. Okay. You know what? Yeah. I've underestimated you. <laughs> yeah, after we finish this, I'm going to start writing my uh, novel series. You should, dude. If you sell a book, we'll start making some coin. <laughs> True. And this is there is this doing is, Jack. <laughs> this is now a we. This is now a we enterprise. <laughs> I fully support your new endeavor. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. That was just a warm up. Yeah. So yeah, it's over one at the moment. So okay. Thanks for reminding right, me. Next one is called Cloud Spire. Is Come it? Come on, man. A one to four player strategy game, heavily influenced by both tower defense and MOBA. Or I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna stop. No, wait. I want to hear what you're saying, but I know it's a board game. Go. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> a novel detailing the struggle of a young elf and the eternal war against savage orcs. Did you think of that as well? Yeah. Nice, dude. It's a board game. <laughs> God damn. Okay. It's made That's by a board game. Uh, made by Chip Theory Games. Okay. The you so you know it. I do. I know it well. Yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, what I actually knew. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One for one. Last, but certainly not least. Oh, God. The Skystone. Okay. Is it a fiction novel written in 1992 
The story is told by a Roman officer who is an expert blacksmith as well as a soldier. Okay. Or a strategy board game of diplomacy, conflict, and conquest. Players vie for supre- supremacy of the center of the board as it is the only way to get to the Sky Stone. Damn, man. I'm going to go based off description again, which not me m- moments ago let me down. <laughs> I'm going to say board game. It's a novel. Oh, you know what? You know what? If I'm honest with you, <laughs> based off the name of the two that I got wrong, I thought that it was the thing that it was. <laughs> but yeah. based off your stellar descriptions, I thought that it was the thing that it wasn't. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm here to do, dude. Dude, props to you. Thanks, You're man. good at this. I'm going to have to up my game next time. <laughs> I'm going to bring my A game next time. Don't you worry. Oh, you Don't better. You, <laughs> you better. Well, well, there you go. Did I win? <laughs> and that's the board game name game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I'm all for ditching the podcast and starting a TV show. <laughs> it's it, it's played on uh, primetime TV and it goes for seven minutes and it's you asking someone three questions about yeah. a board game. Hells yeah, dude. Right before the news, whatever. During the news, dude, they'll be like, breaking news, over to Shane with the board game name game. Oh, I can see it now. Yeah, that's our future. Yeah. Speaking of board and games yeah. and names, what's the name of the board game you've just recently played? Oh, classic segue. My Thank you. Uh, <laughs> my board game is uh, not so high up on the complexity scale as yours is. Mine okay. comes in at a solid 1.92. It's true. Um, yeah, a child this is uh, this game. This is Carcassonne. I may have oh. pronounced it wrong. I'm sure Final Dinosaur can probably correct us. Why is that? Um, well, I mean, it's it's in Europe. He's in Europe, uh, so uh, that makes sense. It's <laughs> like why why would Final Dinosaur know? <laughs> it's like the neighboring country or something. I don't know, man. That anyway, basically, he basically <laughs> invented it. Tell yeah. me more. Anyway, um, so it's one of those classic Euro games like Ticket to Ride, like not a not a whole lot to do per, per your turn and very easy to learn. It's kind of like okay. one of those first turn games that you can you can pick it up. Remember how we had the old scale first turn, first game, three games in sort of thing? Yes. Yeah, this is like a first turn. Once you've done your first turn, you know what you're doing for the rest of the game. Okay. Well, yeah. that's good. So, yeah. real easy to teach? Very easy to teach. This is um, one that I play with the boss a lot. She loves it. Um, I reckon the other night we played it probably like 10 times. The replayability wow. on it is just great. And like quick games, like 20 minutes and you threw your game. Damn, so, that's great. Yeah. So, the game board itself um, is built by the players as the game progresses. You start with just one tile on the board or if you use expansions you might start with like a river and you draw tiles um that are like shuffled and face down in a a deck you draw them and place them and on the tiles they've got things like like city walls they've got roads um fields and, and you sort of have to like marry the tiles up so a road always has to go against the road um you can't just have a road dead ending against like a field or a city or something like that Okay. Um, so placement comes in. 
And when it comes to scoring points, you use those little wooden characters called meeples um, and you and you place those in different places. Like if you're building a road, you can place them on the road and they become like a highwayman. And then you, when you close off the road at each end, like either like a town or a city or whatever, then you score points for however many tiles long your road is. Wow. Yeah. And it kind of works like, the same. Sorry. Is it like a map building game, would you say? Pretty much, yeah. Because you start with just like nothing. And then, you, yeah, you, by the time you're done, you've built this whole little like little world with like, yeah, roads, rivers, cities and stuff. It's, pr- it's pretty fun. Like it's satisfying at the end when you go, oh, this is cool. Like you see like the layouts of all the different towns. Wow. Yeah. That I'm trying to picture it in my head because I've heard like many people talk about it. Um, in fact, even for work, uh, they yeah. started a lunchtime programs with a bunch of board games and the the guy who started it bought his own. He's like, I've got this game called Carcassonne and he's like, I've never played it. I just played it with the kids. It's phenomenal. And that's yeah. outside so of him easy, saying man. that and you talking about it now, I've heard nothing about it. Yeah. Kids, perfect game for like for the family, you know, like I reckon a kid, I don't know, five years old could pick it up if they had, if they were interested in board games and that sort of thing. Um, wow. Definitely, definitely get around it. Um, That's cool, man. Yeah. Or, or it's it's the kind of game, unlike yours, it's the kind of game you bring out after, you know, Sunday dinner with the family. Um, totally. Yeah. It's like two to five <laughs> players, I think, off the top of my head. Um, the artwork is, is really cute. Like, it's like you, you see there's little roads and towns and cities and stuff. And Carcassonne is actually a city in France. It's a, it's a walled city, so it's like um, fortified castle walls around the town. Wow, um, and that exists like still now. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. So if you went to France, you could go see Carcassonne. Yeah, exactly. Carcassonne, yep. Car- whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's and, cool, um, man. Yeah, it's like it's got like little feet, like cool little things. Like when you're building the cities, you place a meeple in there, and that meeple's a knight, and he's there until the city is like fully walled off. Then you can take him out. You score points for the city, two points per tile. Some tiles have little shields on them, so you get an extra two points for those. And then um, and then he comes out, and then you can place him somewhere else. But you get, like, seven meeples, so you have quite a lot going on at one time. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm picturing this, right? You put down a tile with a road on it. Yeah. But the road's not finished. Maybe, let's say it's, like, your third tile you've put down. Yeah. And the road is just going out to nowhere at the moment because you plan on building on it. That's right. Does it... What what happens when the other person has a turn? Can they put another road tile on your road tile? They can, but all all they're doing is um, benefiting you because you've already got a person on that a meeple on that road. Ah, uh, okay. What you can do though is if you're building a road and I'm building a road and our roads somehow connect, right? Yeah. Then I think we both score points, or we get like half the points or something, like both of us. So. Oh. It's it's strategic in a way where you kind of like, you just like, you can deny people like finishing their roads. You might be able to place a tile. So if they're building their road and they know where it's going to meet up and you happen to get a road with a turn, you could like place that and then that sort of denies them from finishing their road. Although, oh, like if they were beelining for a city, yeah. the, the tile before they get to a city, you can hook an L on it. Yeah, it has to be two tiles because your tile would have a blank end which couldn't go against their road. Um, ah, okay. But 
yeah, but I mean, it still gives them time to like, you know, they, they can chuck a hooky as well and, and try and meet up somewhere yeah. else. Um, That's cool. Man, it yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, it is, man. It's just like, it's so like peaceful and satisfying as well. Like, and the games, like sometimes they swing, like Caitlin absolutely destroyed me today. Like I was, I was killing it at the start. I was on like 30 points and she was on zero. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, she just came with all these clutch moves and beat me by, I think I was on like 70 points and she got to like a hundred or something like that. It was just crazy. Damn. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. But that adds it, to the game when you know, like, you're engaged the whole time. If you oh, let yeah. up, every you know. turn, like, you pick up a tile and you're like thinking, "Where can I put this?" And you sometimes you're thinking a few steps ahead. You're like, "All right, next time I get one of those tiles, because um, there are like a few of each. Um, next time I get one of those like hooks, like turn left turn tiles or whatever, I'll finish that road." Um, and then you think, "Oh, but if I put this here, I can complete this city." You know, like there's sort of there are a lot of um, decisions you have to make during the game. Um, yeah. 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 Do you have like a like a hand of tiles then? No. So, you're just drawing one and placing one. Oh. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I suppose you've got so much on the board that the chances are that will be useful somewhere. Yeah. Sooner or later, yeah. Whatever you draw generally is useful. It's, it's sort of like, I'd say maybe like the first quarter of the or third of the game you're like just building the area and you're like starting to like put down meeples by the middle to the last third you're like trying to grab as many points as you can and then yeah the last third you're sort of just like just trying to finish off for the last couple of things you can before you run out of tiles because when you run out of tiles the game ends oh yeah and like if you have any roads that aren't finished you don't score points for them if you have any cities that aren't finished, you only score half points. Like So, oh. like, instead of getting two points, you only get one point per tile. Um, wow, okay. Yeah. So, you got to keep an eye on the... Is there, like, a big stack of tiles and you're just like, oh, there's yeah. only four left. Yeah, there I'm is not going to so finish like, that road. Yeah. And then, like, because there might be four left, but you've only got two turns. There's only two left, really, you know? Oh, and, like, okay. the, the game generally has, like, three stacks of tiles. Um, we've played a couple of times with just one big stack. Um, not that, I mean, like there's probably no difference, you know, drawing out of three stacks cause you can't see what's there anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like it's just, it's just, it's such a, a, a fun little game, man. And like, like I said earlier, it's just so quick. The box says like 35 minutes, but man, we, we smashed it out in like 20, I reckon if that. Do you reckon that's because of how many times you've played? Probably, yeah, probably. The first couple of times probably took us a bit longer because, like, every time you're placing a meeple, you want to, like, read the rules and make sure you're doing it right. Um, the rule oh, book yeah. isn't big. It's, like, f- four pages or something like that. Uh, Damn. And there's a few mini expansions. One one mechanic of the game is as a mini expansion that comes with all the new additions now. It's just called the river. So, like, your first tiles you place is just a river. And on that river's edge, you have some, like, bridges with roads and cities and stuff. Like, it gives you places to work from, where the original game is just, like, that one tile you place is just, like, a road and a bit of a city and a farm right. on one side. So, like, there, again, you've got a lot to work with because you're always going to pick up either a road, a farm, or a city. But the river's just kind of cool because it just has, like, a whole bunch more options. Yeah. Yeah. 
man, it sounds for I just Googled a picture of it and there's like 200 plus tiles on here. Uh, Is that an expansion? Oh, it might be. I might be because I know that when we play, I think it was like 70 something plus the river. So probably like 85 tiles. Oh, yeah. I see the smaller games. Yeah, okay. The one I was looking at was an expansion or like yeah, a bunch of I think there is a, I think there's like a one that's like the big box of, of Carcassonne or something like that. And it's just like got a whole bunch of expansions in it. Yeah. But the game yeah, itself, this- I'm pretty sure it's like 35 or 40 bucks. So like as wow. far as board games goes, it's like really cheap. And the amount of like playability of it is just insane. Like every like time we could- stop playing, we haven't been like, oh, I'm sick of it. It's just like, oh, it's like getting late or at dinner time or whatever yeah the yeah. fact that um you played it 10 times back to back speaks <laughs> wonders for its uh yeah it's it's replayability yeah, i just dude. posted the, the the picture i saw in our our board games discord oh yeah where it's got like just a billion tiles so you can see the one i'm talking about but <laughs> I, I see pictures of the normal game and it it actually i kind of like the smaller thing it feels like you're building much more of a, a city rather than that big picture I saw is like yeah. a whole bloody country. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I'm looking at it now. That's That's got to <laughs> be like expansions, man. Yeah. But, even um, the c- colors look a bit different. So, I don't even know if it's proper. That might be the first edition because the art on ours is like the second edition's a bit better. Yeah. It might be the first edition box. But um, yeah, because yeah, they, re- they re-released it in like 2014, I think. Or 2012 or something like that, and that came, that's when it started coming with like the river expansion. There's one called the Abbot, which is like there's these tiles called monasteries, and to score a monastery, what you do is you have to place it, and you place a meeple on it, which is your monk, and then you have to uh, fill in the eight tiles around it. So it's like a block of nine tiles, you okay. know, three by three by three. The monastery is in the middle, and you fill in those tiles around it, which can be any way. It can be roads or cities or f- farms or whatever. But when you score that last tile, you get nine points for it, and you can take your monk and, and place him elsewhere. Oh, um, can the opponent deny that process at all? Not really, because there's uh, there's not really any ways they can like block you from placing tiles um, yeah, in that okay. sort of aspect. Because, like I said, there's always there's always a way for a tile to like generally always a way for a tile to like fit up against another tile you know Unless yeah. maybe like maybe with some good road placements they could but it would be difficult because all it takes is for you to get like a turn and then you can like fit the turn in there and then add another bit of road or something like that um yeah but Dude, yeah i'm sold it's yeah. quick it's cheap you can play it multiple times it's easy to learn I yeah, feel dude. like I feel like uh, the wife would be all over this. Oh yeah, man! Like you said, Sarah's been playing Ticket to Ride. I reckon she'd get around this too. Yeah, it's got dude, it's just got that done. European game feel, you know, like not super complicated, super fun, super replayable. Yeah, um, yeah. The victory Dope, points man. a lot of the time can like the after the game, the victory points can change too. You know, like there's some there's some like you can use what they call farmers which score on the on the fields right and you don't score them until the end of the game so you can think you've got the lead and then all of a sudden you didn't realize old mate has just clutched it with like three farmers damn um, okay yeah and the lead can change like that most like most of the time you know Caitlin and I don't really play with the farmers we just play like the other way uh, and it's yeah. still heaps of fun that's cool man yeah 
What'd you give it out of 10? Oh, it's kind of hard because I'd probably, I'd probably give it around like a seven. Okay. Yeah, seven, I reckon. It's not, it's, it's not a 6.5, it's not a seven. Yeah, I'd, I'd just call it a solid seven. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good game. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not, it's not complicated at all. It's, and sometimes, sometimes it's good just to play something that's just easy. You know, you don't, you don't have to like overwork the brain. You're just yeah. picking up tiles and you're going, oh, where does this fit? And then you place it wherever it fits. Like, just, yeah. What about... Would, so, it's probably not in your top five board games of all time. Nah, but, nah, probably not. <laughs> but would it be in your top three family games of all time? Yeah, yeah. Top. If I had to pick three games to play with the, with the girlfriend, it'd be... Carcassonne would definitely be up there. Nice. As well as probably yeah. Ticket to Ride. Yeah, those are two from... I mean, I haven't played Carcassonne, but that sounds like two very good staples. Yeah, yeah. That'll dude. keep that'll keep him happy. <laughs> Give us some exactly. time to play play some video games. Exactly, exactly. You play board games for an hour and go play video games for three. Exactly. It's only and fair. Then, <laughs> and then get mad that we didn't paint any models. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the that's perfect the, cycle. That's the life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That is. Yo, yeah. So, we're doing a giveaway, which is oh, a board yeah. game, and that's relevant. Pandemic. Yes. Have you ever played it? I've played it once with um, Stewie and Rory. We went to, um, oh, it was in the city. It's like, it's like a library for board games. I can't remember what the place is called, but we go in there. I think it was like a gold coin donation. And ah uh, yes, it's like a game. It's a proper game store. Um, oh, is it the board game factory or board game lab or something like that? Anyway, um, but oh, it was it was it was interesting. We didn't oh, we should we should have played a game we knew to be perfectly honest because like you know the time it takes to learn a game you got to play it through it a couple of times. Um, totally. We just didn't have that much time for us, but we played it once and. Didn't really get the gist of it, I think, after that first time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like it might be better might be different with like playing with someone who who's no who knows how to play it, who could have like carried us. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Have you played it before? No, never never, but it's been on my radar for a long time. Yeah. Because especially the pandemic uh legacy, which yep. is like the campaign one. Did yeah. you go to uh, was it called Board Games Laboratory or Games? Yeah, that Lab? could have been it. Yeah, we actually I've been there before. Oh yeah. Uh, with um, it's in Melbourne, and it was with the wife's like uh, family cousins yeah. and whatnot, and we played a game called uh, I don't want to say Bang because I don't think it was Bang Cow Cash and Guns, okay. which in my opinion is just a boring, terrible piece of crap game to be honest. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we bought it, we've got it, and literally never played it. Like, we played yeah. it at that thing. Sarah was like, I love this. Let's buy this. And we bought it and we haven't played it since. I hate it. I just, it's just <laughs> so boring to me. But anyways, this isn't the uh, b- what board games are bad episode. Oh, <laughs> although that would be a great episode. That just would be a good episode. Shitting on board games for an yeah. hour. <laughs> 
Dude, I want to do that next time. Oh, we have to, man. Yeah, avoid these games stinkers. like the plague. <laughs> yes, like a pandemic. Yes. Yeah. Which, which we're giving away. Yeah. So, uh, jump on the Facebook, uh, which is facebook.com slash hobbyhomies or fb.me slash hobbyhomies to check out. We'll be posting hopefully today or tomorrow about how you can enter that. Yeah. It's also going to go on the yeah. Discord as well. We um, we always put our giveaways in there. Yeah. I mean, if you're a board game fan, jump in the Discord. Uh, yeah. We've got a whole board game channel. And yeah, we want to hear what games you like, what you put in your top 10 of all time, what games we have to review slash play next, yeah, all that kind of stuff. We've also got a um, tabletop simulator um, chat room in there. So like, you know, if you want to play games with one of us on Tabletop Simulator, we can definitely get around that. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, that would be dope. Yeah. I actually played uh, Spirit Island with my friend Blair on TTS the other day. Oh, nice. I played um, Ticket to Ride and Photosynthesis with Caitlin a few weeks ago. There you go. So, we got some stuff happening in there. To get a Discord link, just go to hobbyhomies.com and click the Discord picture. It's like an icon. And yeah, jump in. That's where we post our giveaways. We've got a ton of different channels because we're into all kinds of hobbies here at Hobby Homies. So, oh yeah, yeah, we'd love to have you stop by. Yeah, and it's so easy to enter the giveaway as well. Like all you have to do is just, like Mike Fox said, just go on Facebook, just like, and like the page, and and what was the other thing? Comment on the post. Yeah, yeah, I think comment on the post. Like the post. You, yeah. Yeah, like and comment on the post. Yeah. And like the page. It's all in there. It's all in there. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep track of it all. We're giving oh, away man. so much stuff, dude. Oh, I know. And and the Indominus box as well, which, I mean, you guys, if you know Warhammer 40K, Indominus box, need I say more? Um, yeah. We're giving away one of those set. suckers. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we've got giveaways and our live episodes, which happen at the first Wednesday of every month. Yep. Like we do little prizes in there. So yeah, it's get amongst it. Jump in the Discord. That's yeah, and you'll get free stuff. Eventually. Jump in the Discord, get free <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. That's it. And um um what are we doing next episode, dude? So well, you and I have begun our journey into Test of Honor. Now, we began it pre-pandemic. And we were doing some stuff. We were yeah. buying models, buying terrain, and we had big plans. So, next week, we're going to be talking Test of Honor, and it's going to be a bit of an update where we're at with it, what our plans for it still are, uh, now that we're in the middle of a pandemic and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yep. Um, Test of Honor is a game we want to get around and we're super excited for because it's, I mean, it's feudal Japan, it's samurai, it's foot soldiers, it's a skirmish game, so you don't have to have a ton of models. Yeah. So, we'll be talking that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, um, we'll talk about our, our progress, what we've got planned again for the... When we, as soon as we can play a game together and maybe do some, some kind of battle report thing. Yeah. And yeah, working on a we, table, which we've um, supplied with terrain from our Patreons. Yeah. So again, those Patreons help us keep these things going, especially projects like our Journey Into series helps us explore these new games build tables for them and eventually film battle reports. Yeah. It just, uh, it's, I mean, it's good for us cause we get to play new games and add, add some content for you guys. Yeah. And then you don't have to go out and fork out a ton of money. You can just sort of wait and, and see like, well, if, if these two guys who play a lot of hobbies end up playing 
this game as one of their main ones, it must be good. Or yeah, yeah. So yeah, get around that. That's that'd be awesome. But yeah, yeah. thank you so much to our patrons. They they keep us going in these That's dark it. times, trying That's times, right. <laughs> new normal. <laughs> oh God, man. <laughs> oh God. Oh okay. Well, look, we um we like to give our shout outs to our to our pa- our patrons. Um, again, we we can, couldn't do this without them. Um, so, as always, we've got Final Dinosaur, Foggy, Churchy, Dave, Rory, Caitlin, Brett, Clinton, Lethal, and Joe. So, Boom. thank you, everyone. You guys yeah. coming in clutch with the uh, the Patreon. Yeah, you've been... You know, you're more than just patrons to us. You're in the Discord. You're posting your pictures of your hobby and your friends IRL. You're a broad mix of different people. Some of you live on the other side of the world. And yeah, we can't, again, we can't thank you enough. That's why yeah. we do it every episode and tell you how much we can't thank you enough. Because we exactly. can't. <laughs> we'll try, but we can't. Yeah. So yeah, thanks. You guys are legends. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that'll do. And... We're excited for next week's episode, Test of Honor, Journey Into. We'll uh, see you there. Yeah, it'll be our third episode in the series, so go check out our other two previous ones. And if you're just a board game person, stay tuned for our next board game app next month about the worst board games we've ever played. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm looking forward to it already. (laughs) Yeah, man, it sounds so good. (laughs) Yeah, it was, yeah. (laughs) All right, toodles, homies. All right. Bye-bye.